and now it's time for Leadership of the Leaf with Dice and Austin. Let's jump in with a cut and a light. All right, welcome to Leadership of the Leaf sidebar episode. Sidebar! This sidebar, we're going to be focusing on the great, fun, and most probably the drunkest holiday (laughs) in the American calendar, and that is St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day. Um, Basically, what we're going to fill this episode with is is we're going to talk about things that are green. Green. Mm. I love the color green because it's the (laughs) color of money. (laughs) I I like some money. (laughs) It's fun for me, boy. Uh, Well, I'm not SpongeBob. My name is Dice. My name is Austin. And this is our sidebar for Candela. Candela episode. So the thing I like about Candelas, I and I'll be fair, I'll be honest, I have not smoked that many Candelas in my lifetime. Right? They're they're very uh, rare. Usually they start coming around St. Patrick's Day, and so uh, that's because everyone wants everything to be green around St. Patrick's Day, right? Otherwise, you're going to get pinched. Um, <laughs> but first, before we get into anything else. What are you smoking on, Dice? I'm actually smoking on a 2012 Lancero by Oscar. It's a 7x38. Now, what makes the cigar, the Candela that we're smoking, it has a, it's a barber pole. So it's a San Andreas Mexican wrapper, uh, barber pole with an undisclosed Candela. Hmm. So, okay. So I am smoking the Filthy Hooligan, the 2022 Filthy Hooligan Shamrock, which is a triple barber pole. Wow. It is a Nicaraguan Habano Candela and Maduro wrapper with a Panamanian and Honduran filler with a Sumatra binder. It's delicious. It's about a six by 50. Uh, so it puts it firmly in that nice uh, Toro range, and uh, it's it's quite quite yummy so far. I'm only in the first uh, third, so we'll see how it goes. Well, that sounds like a beautiful cigar. If, if those out there they want to see this cigar, I mean, go to our Instagram Leadership of the Leaf on the Instagram site, or every now and again we'll post our pictures up on the the website, which is nsplume dot wixsite.com backslash l-o-t-l there's a tab on there for our cigar list so you can see what we're smoking um, by all means please go to that site you can see these cigars they're actually very beautiful to look at barber they pole. are they are so we, we both got barber poles mine's a triple barber pole which is going to be interesting because you know the the murduro the candela and the nicaraguan uh rap, rapper the habano is uh quite creates quite a striking image and it's just so pleasing to the palate but before we get too far into anything else i gotta know what is that drink you're sipping on because <laughs> i know it ain't hennessy because that shit's green <laughs> well because we're having this uh sidebar for our candela st patrick's episode i am drinking hennessy mixed with hypnotic known as the incredible hulk which changes it into a green drink. Still Hennessy, my friend. Mm, yes, yes, yes. I, on the yeah. other hand... What, what is that? It is one of my favorite drinks from one of my favorite Irish uh, restaurants in this local area down here in the Northwest Florida area. Uh, it is called an Irish Wake. Um, it is 
three different kinds of rum, blue carousel, and orange juice to make it nice green color. That is a wonderful green color, sir. Yes, and they are quite strong, which is my favorite kind of drink, the strong kind. <laughs> my favorite. St. Patrick's Day. It's free. Also, yes. <laughs> but yes, that is a perfect St. Patrick's Day drink. Yes, yes. They are. That has nothing to do. There's nothing Irish about it except for the name Irish Wake. However, it is green. It's St. Patrick's Day. Uh, I'm drinking it through a green straw, smoking a candela-wrapped cigar. What could be more perfect for this lovely sidebar that we're doing? <laughs> Thank you. You you hit the shamrock on the head. So, well, I am uh, I am Irish of Irish descent, Irish and Scottish descent. So I gotta I gotta represent my roots. You know. Uh, sadly, I am not. I'd be surprised <laughs> if you were. <laughs> but uh, let's go. Let's get into this sidebar, the St. Patrick's Day sidebar. So, what do you know about St. Patrick's Day? Uh, I just remember growing up, you got to wear green. If you don't wear green, you get pinched. Mm. And I, I really don't understand the whole method behind the pinching. And uh, to be honest, I really don't know too much about St. Pat. St. Patrick? Is that a real saint? Is that a it guy? Is. It is. It is. St. Patrick was a real saint. Uh, he drove the snakes out of Ireland. Now, the saints, the snakes are symbolic for the Druidic priests, the pagan priests, right? Uh, those are the quote-unquote snakes. He drove them out of Ireland and converted Ireland into Christianity. So that is why they celebrate St. Patrick. It's because he basically brought Christianity uh, at the time to Ireland rather than its pagan, lawless, quote-unquote, self. So, saying that, so where does the shamrock come into play? That, you, know? you know, that's a that is a fair question. I, I'm I'm I don't, but I'm assuming that you do. Well, no, I've heard. I'm not by all means, everyone listening, I am no expert. Please comment below or comment on our site. Let me know if I'm wrong or right. But the shamrock comes into play because he was uh trying to change the pagan mentality of everyone. He used a three leaf shamrock to um talk about the holy trinity. Ooh. So then why is a four-leaf shamrock good luck? That's just uh, science. Very rare. <laughs> Fair enough. Just, you ever look? You ever found one? I have. I found several in my lifetime. Really? I have never found one. Really? Not to say that I got down and was looking for them, but, uh, you uh, know, I've dealt with shamrocks and stuff before. I've never found a four-leaf one. I have I have found, I, I don't want to say seven, probably at least three or four. These were when I was younger, and I would literally sit there looking for them because it was, you know, I was, I'd play a sport or something outdoors, and I'd just be sitting off on the sidelines while, you know, waiting my turn to play, and I'd just say, patch shamrocks, and I'd go around and look for them. Um, but I end up, uh, don't ask me, I, I lost them all. I never kept them. It's not like Fry from Futurama, the septuple freaking, you know, the Quinn... <laughs> Quinn Shamrock or whatever, whatever he had. <laughs> so all this uh, drinking. So I'm wondering, uh, green beer. Where did green beer start? That's that's a good one for me. I'm like I'm. 
Is it just because people want to drink and they're like, yeah, St. Patrick's Day, make it green. Uh, so I, that's that's always what I kind of assume is is the anything green, anything to do with, uh, I say, Ireland. Ireland is mostly green. Anything to do with St. Patrick's Day has to be green because Ireland is known for being green. The luck of the Irish, so to speak. The leprechauns were clothed in green. That's right? true. Yeah, you know, so everything, everything do, having to do with Ireland was mostly green. So a holiday specific to Ireland, almost basically, uh, you know, it almost had to be green. So I think the green beer just kind of stemmed from that. That's a marketing ploy, in my opinion. Well, that makes plenty of sense because I me, mean, I'm pretty confident they sell a lot more beer on St. Patrick's Day, especially make it green. I guess you can add another dollar to it. Yeah, I mean, why not? Drunk idiots will buy anything, right? Um, and, and listen, St. Patrick's Day is the day that we all get, uh, well, I shouldn't say all because there are those who abstain from alcohol and those who have small children who can't get as drunk as they would like or used to get. I being one of them, uh, <laughs> you know, but you know, the everyone tries to drink something green on our on St. Patrick's Day because everything has to be green. Yeah, like know? a like an Irish wake, right? Or uh, you know, green eggs and uh, ham. Sam, I am. <laughs> uh, green eggs and ham makes me think that something's right. One hundred percent, I agree with that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I will not eat them with a box. I will not eat them in a box. I don't want them anywhere. I don't want them here nor there or anywhere. But enough enough quoting Dr. Seuss for the minute. <laughs> so so green what what else do we know what else do you know about St. Patrick's Day? Anything? Anything of fun? Why do we drink? Do you know why we drink so much on St. Patrick's Day? Well, I I briefly looked that up and it said that the the saints or whatever they would fast. They would fast from food and the alcohol. And the day that it ends, which is around March 17, is uh, when the fast ends. So instead of like eating food, it, of course, they'll be like, oh, we can drink alcohol again. Boom, let's do that. Let's drink alcohol. So that just kind of progressed on to future to where we equate St. Patrick's Day with drinking alcohol, just because that's the end of that fasting period. So it's kind of like a... Because see, St. Patrick's Day, and um, you know, you know, you have Fat Tuesday, right? Which Party marks bro. the be- which yeah marks the beginning of Lent. So you get all of the debauchery, so to speak, out of the way before you start the Lent season. Um, you know, and and you go into that aspect. Um, it's it's definitely one of those things that's super interesting that they're like hey i'd fast for this period of time but in the middle of you know so to speak lent and everything else uh you know it's uh let's let's get drunk basically (laughs) you know (laughs) what y'all drinking on what yeah (laughs) how's your your how's your candela working out it's Well, I mean, by now you got to be least in the first third, right? Yeah. So that that Maduro, because it's a triple barber pole, right? So that that Maduro and the Habano are giving me a little bit of spice, uh, but that that Candela wrapper is um, it's kind of mellowing things out and giving me a little bit of an earthy note. Yeah, it's it's very very good. When I what l- about yours? When I, when I lit mine to start with, when I put the fire to it, it's a closed foot, which means that it has tobacco covering the foot. 
So as I, as I light that, it really had like a waxy like smell to it, like an odor. So I was like, I don't know about this. Mm-hmm. Then after after I got past that, and I'm in my first third. The uh, candela is giving it like a very vegetable, ve- ve- not vegetables like carrots and stuff, like a veggie kind of flavor profile. Okay. Mixed, yeah, mixed with the San Andreas, I can get the pepper from the uh, Mexican wrapper, mm. but it, it's all mixing together. It, it's actually actually it turned out better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, this is my first Filthy Hooligan uh, by Alec Bradley. Uh, and uh, I've, I've always seen him. I've never been able to smoke them because ju- usually because I forget to buy them before St. Patrick's Day. And by the time St. Patrick's Day arrives, they're all sold out. So it is what it is. But, uh, you know, I, I'm curious. What do you think is the traditional dish of St. Patrick's Day? I know what the traditional dish is oh. of St. Patrick's Day because my wife cooks it. Her Her family actually is can trace her roots all the way back to a town in ireland um she is very much in the habit of celebrating saint patrick's day but i want to know if you know i'm just going to take a guess that it is potatoes and leeks what about a meat uh uh, what's that meat um corned beef hash corned beef do you know why i have no idea so you know in saint patrick's day they would uh savor you know plates of corned beef and cabbage not leeks, but cabbage is usually the thing. Uh, but in Ireland, a type of bacon, which is similar to ham, is usually the customary protein. However, in the late 19th century, Irish immigrants were in New York uh, and they had to substitute, because bacon was short in the 19th century, uh, they had to substitute corned beef, which they bought from the Jewish neighbors in order to save money because Irish immigrants were not the best treated at that point in time. Um, and uh, they, so they used corned beef and then now that has become a uh, more, I'd say historically, at least in America, historically used dish. I did not know. I am now the wiser. Yep. Same thing with green. Green, I you know, doing a little bit of research. I you know, I try to do a little bit of research for these things. Uh, actually, the Knights of the Order of St. Patrick, guess what color they used? Uh, green, <laughs> got a second guess. Knights of the St. Patrick, yep, Knights of the Order of St. Patrick. Well, if it's not green, uh, I'm gonna go with a generic color, a neutral color, black. Nope, blue. Oh, they they wore blue, known as St. Patrick's blue, actually. So when green came about, it was back in the 18th century when supporters of Irish independence from Britain used the color to represent their cause because Emerald Isle is green. Ha, the more you know. The more you know, the more you learn. (laughs) But yes, that is some of the reasons why we... Uh, why we do St. Patrick's Day the way we do. Gotta Google some stuff, man. Uh, you know what my first Candela cigar was? You have any What's idea? What's that? Uh, what is that? Well, as people probably know if they listened to the show before, my first start of cigars are gas station cigars. Mm. So my first Candela cigar was an Optimo. You ever heard of Optimo? I've never heard of Optimo. They were small torpedo cigars 
and they were green. They were very green. There was no doubt of their color. And I saw them when I was picking up some black and miles, and I was like, what the hell are those? Black and miles. Yeah. What the hell are those? So uh, uh, my first condolent was actually an optimal. That was like, I'm showing my age. Don't, don't, don't show your age. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nobody needs to know that. <laughs> that was quite some time ago, sir. Uh, some time, some time ago. Uh, I don't even know if they still make. I don't even know. I'd have to, I'd have to look that one up. I'm pretty sure they do. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, so St. Patrick's Day, man, what else is about St. Patrick's Day? What, what, when you think of St. Patrick's Day, what comes to mind? Uh, actually, what comes to mind is leprechauns and leprechauns. Yeah. You Ooh, follow the good. rainbow and you find a pot, a pot of, gold. of gold. Yeah. So it's just, oh, it's after my lucky charm. <laughs> Why is everyone laughing? <laughs> Fucking Austin Powers. Good, good <laughs> reference there. Uh, so leprechauns, leprechauns are obviously not real um but what? Did you, yeah i know no <laughs> such thing as leprechauns damn it but do you know what they're based on i'm pretty sure there's some kind of folklore in there about it but i really don't know the only thing i know about leprechauns is sadly is the, the stupid b-rated horror movie that came out i gotta clean these shoes yeah that fucking movie <laughs> I totally forgot about the movie until you said something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> leprechauns are usually believed, generally believed, to be focused on um, Irish fairies. Uh, so, you know, Irish believed in fairies. They believed if you go out at night that their fairy folk were out there and they were usually short, kind of sprite-ish creatures. And that's where the leprechauns came in. But... Uh, more specifically, what um, plant do you associate with St. Patrick's Day? Other than the clover? No, I was talking about the clover. Oh, okay. That's the only plant I think of. Uh, yeah. yeah. Unless you want to talk about cabbage, because now you brought cabbage up. Well, corned beef and cabbage is just, yes. you know, I mean, that's, that's a poor folks steak dinner, right? Well, I don't know. I love me some cabbage, man. A corned beef ain't bad either. You know, wow. give it. I just never had, I don't think I've had it. And if I did have it, I don't think it made an impact on me. So you never had corned beef? I don't think so, sir. Oh my gosh! I'll have to I'll have to get the wife wife to cook you some corned beef cabbage next time we're together for St. Patty's Day. Sounds it's, like a plan. I will say that it took me a little bit to acquire the taste, uh, the way she cooks it, but it it has grown on me, and it's I definitely could definitely could get down on some corned beef now. But the clover, I mean, the clover to me. Uh, symbolize you know every, every leprechaun has a clover usually four leaf clover because those are the lucky ones from you know because they're rare uh, but uh, yeah the, the clover you know talk, why I don't I don't I've never understood what the clover has meant to St. Patrick's Day that's where it goes back to the Holy Trinity your your leprechauns is pagan because uh, fairies and stuff that's that's like a pagan Following. Right, and they, right, and he drove the snakes out. There were no yeah. snakes. It's a, it was a about, priest. And in order to kind of like, as I like to say things, you put in dice dummy terms. He used the the clover to explain the the Holy Trinity: God, the Father, and the Holy Spirit. There you go. Or God, God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So he's using this as as like a showpiece. Where everybody's like, ooh, ah, and then it gave everyone a better understanding because in Ireland it's all green, 
what's the most common thing people see right i mean that makes sense uh for sure you know it says uh the i'm pretty sure that the three leaf clover is also uh a sacred plant symbolizing the arrival of spring huh yeah and spring is around that time frame so all that adds up yeah yeah exactly so uh you know it's definitely one of those things doing doing research for this thing you know it always talks about uh how the irish were scorned in america and if you don't know uh look up the history of the irish in in america irish americans uh were super um looked down upon as disease-ridden unskilled and a drain on welfare budgets uh and that is not obviously the case those guys were very skilled they knew what the heck they were doing they made very skilled laborers and workers but yes um those were those were some interesting things candela how's your how's your rap are you in the second third now i know you're, um, you're doing a lancero so i'm i'm i would say i'm in the second third i will look at that i'm still getting that the i don't i keep saying this word wrong vegetal vegetal like flavor profile uh, vegetal vegetal like vet i don't want to say vegetables because people think of carrots and potatoes and uh, is plant like a plant like flavor profile and okay. is it, is actually mellowing out it's like a creaminess to it now hmm. but by all means it's still i i would i i would smoke this again 100 percent. hmm interesting i would definitely smoke one of these i i of course followed my own rule uh buy two so i'm looking forward to smoking another one of these uh whether it be on saint patrick's day or not but uh, yeah, it's very interesting. Um, I'm just trying to think if, any, if there's anything that we may have missed. Well, I'm pretty confident there's a lot we have missed. I'm pretty sure there's got to be someone out there that's very versed in this all the St. Patrick's Day. Maybe we should have had a guest speaker. Maybe next year we have a guest speaker. Mm. That would be cool. I would love to have, if any of you listeners out there are an Irish priest or uh, an Irish folk or anything else that's well-versed in in ireland and the history of saint patrick's day please let us know we would love to have you on and it would be wonderful so we could learn more about ireland and learn more about the culture and the uh history of saint patrick's day but what, you know what what about the history of candela Ooh, the history of candela well i mean we've talked about candela in the past episode of of how it is made you know candelas are taken off the plant before it is fully dried and and withered and stuff like that to preserve some of that chlorophyll right because chlorophyll is the thing that gives plants their green color in case you did not know a little bit of science for y'all um but that is that is what gives oh my gosh that is what gives i took my band off and it's it split my wrapper sorry folks uh, that is that is what gives the the candela it is its green color in case you did not know um, but you know one thing that I always try to do on St. Patrick's Day is I try to listen to Irish music I don't know if you do the same no sir I, I do not I didn't even know there was like Irish music I think what was river dance what's that line river dancing yeah is that is that Irish 
Yes. Okay, so I did know something, but yeah, to say I listened to it, <laughs> only by a commercial. Uh, I mean, on, on St. Patrick's Day, I don't listen to it uh, driving down the road and be like, let me let me bump to some Irish music real quick. <laughs> uh, on St. Patrick's Day, you know, I tried to do that. Everyone thinks of Dropkick Murphys and their Irish uh, songs, you know, that those are probably the most uh, prevalent in, in current uh, history. But, you know, doing the research for this, I, I found out that after being conquered by the English, the Irish were actually forbidden to speak their own language. How can so, you? Yeah, uh, what? Yeah, so the British, the English conquered them, right? They conquered yeah. the, the Irish. Got and it. You're, you're part of the UK now. Yep. So, like other oppressed peoples, Irish turned to music to help them remember important important events and hold on to their heritage and history. Um, how you know? However, during the reign of Queen Elizabeth the First, she decreed that all artists and pipers were to be arrested and hanged on the spot if they spoke Irish or sang Irish music. That's crazy. Well, I, so not to get to political, right? But something right. you can something you can identify with. Think of the slaves in America. You got to wait what in the water. Yeah, there's lots of yes, right? Swing low, sweet chariot. Uh, you know, camp. Ch- all these things that were, uh, you know, sung by the African American, uh, the the slaves at the time. They turned to music to help remember their heritage. Well, I'm just looking at it from that point of view at that time frame to say, hey, you can't speak your native tongue. And that's so how does that relate to St. Patrick's Day? You never brought it full circle. So so for St. Patrick's Day, right? People. So on St. on the because St. Patrick's Day celebrates the death of St. Patrick, right? The day right. of his death was March 17th. So to help celebrate that, the people of Ireland help celebrate that they sang Irish songs and Irish and did Irish music. So when they started to try to ban this, they were banning the, the songs and the, the music that helped celebrate the fact that Irish, uh, the Irish became Christian, even though the British empire at the time was, was Christian. Got it. And so that's how they tried to get away with it saying, Look, we're doing this because we're celebrating Christianity. Um, you know, please let us do this. And and sometimes they'd let them go. Sometimes they wouldn't. But you know, it all depends. Depends on you know, every. It depends on everything, as everything always does. Depends on who was around. <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, Irish. The Irish history to me course being being one of them being you know uh somewhat historically connected to those folk it was always very interesting i, I always find it interesting to, to follow back on you know your ancestors just to see what's going on like what made you to where you're at today of course they say history repeats itself over time so if yeah. you learn your history you can kind of see the signs of uh it coming again well, yeah, I mean, this old saying goes, you know, those who fail to learn from history are doomed to repeat it. Yeah. So, I mean, it just works out. And it's nice that it's like a wide 
wide accepted worldwide accepted holiday it's not just in like the states it's not just in ireland there's no. other countries that celebrate the same same day so well you know it's funny about that is i don't know if you know this probably not because i i didn't know this until i was doing research for this but the first saint patrick's day parade was actually held in america yeah actually i did know that well oh, we, there, there you go we some parade having mofos <laughs> hey, we got a parade for everything at this point. <laughs> I'm not going down that street. <laughs> nope. Why not? You don't want to have a parade down that street? Nope. I just keep my pity party to myself, sir. Hey. <laughs> but yeah, I think, uh, you know, Candela wrapped cigars, a nice green beer or green drink. To help celebrate the, you know, some Irish culture and heritage is not a bad way to celebrate the, you know, March 17th. I try to smoke cigars in the, uh, the time frame. That's why it's hard to find them until around March, a Candela cigar. So, I mean, I, I this could easily be a tradition for us to smoke a Candela cigar around this time. Yeah, I'm always I'm always down for traditions. You know, we talked about it uh, in the past episodes. Uh, I think on our last sidebar, we actually talked about traditions. I'm I'm always down to start a tradition, especially one that uh, you know I I, t- <clears throat> I tend to celebrate myself. I will say that candelas are they can be hard to find, but however, acid makes a a candela cigar that I usually can find year round. The one most common one I see is the one you're smoking now, is the hooligan. That's that usually comes out around St. Patrick's Day. So February-ish time frame is when they start releasing them. Um, when I went to my brick and mortar store, I asked them for candela wrapped cigars. They had they handed me something else first. I, I, I for the life of me, I looked at it and I, I was like, these could work. And then I asked them if they had filthy hooligans and they said, oh, we just got some in. And I literally handed it back and said, I want those instead. Uh, and so I can't remember the name of the ones that I first picked up, but Mr. Uh, Sinister, maybe Probably if, if that don't ring a bell, it's okay. I literally, I, I, I looked at him, I said the name out loud and then I asked, do you have filthy hooligan? And they said, yeah. And I said, here you go. I want those instead. And that was the end of the conversation. Um, yeah. the guy, the guy I was talking to actually at the brick and mortar, um, he tried to, he was helping another customer. He was kind of helping two customers at once, me and another guy. Um, and he was trying to tell the guy, he said, you know, they harvest, they wait. He was trying to tell him the history of the candela and how it's made and was trying to tell him, oh yeah, it's made because they wait to harvest it. And then they, you know, they dry it out more and, and it gives you some more earthy notes. And I said, well, it does give you more earthy notes, usually some green tea and stuff like that. I said, but they don't wait to harvest it. They actually harvest it early. So that way it's not fully dried out. And that's how you get the green the green color because it still has some chlorophyll uh and he was like oh really yeah i didn't know that so it's one of those things i was trying to share my cigar knowledge in not a dick-ish way (laughs) you know yeah mr know-it-all over here yeah fuck that yeah mr jeopardy (laughs) listen if i can if i can ever win money off of trivia I hope to God that I can do it by knowing useless facts. Then it'll actually make sense. I have some some reason to know this stuff. Well, I mean, well, brick and mortars and place like that. That's where you're supposed to share that kind of information. So, I, unless you come off like trying to sound like a dick, I don't think you ever be like, uh, "By the way, guys, I just want you to know." Like, yeah, 
For a matter of fact, you motherfuckers, <laughs> you stupid fucks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's probably yeah, you're probably gonna come losers. Up. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, sharing it. I mean, that's how uh, this information is passed down. Before podcasts and all that stuff, that's how it's passed down. You go to your brick right. and mortar, you sit in the lounge, and some of the old heads that has that raspy voice. I'm gonna tell you something, and that's how you get your information. Listen, did you know? <laughs> like, right, Jesus. How many cigars have you smoked in your lifetime? Entirely too many, okay? <laughs> smoke cigarettes. Yeah, I smoke cigarettes. But no, uh, I, I love St. Patrick's Day. I love celebrating it. It's uh, probably my favorite holiday in the entire year. Uh, no, I don't like Christmas more. No, I don't like Thanksgiving or Halloween more. Uh, St. Patrick's Day is by far, uh, I would say, my favorite favorite holiday not to do with anything anything drinking related i just enjoy uh you know all the green stuff and i enjoy celebrating the irish heritage that i have that makes plenty of sense i mean who can be mad at that right yeah i mean you know if if saint patrick's day would ever become a federal holiday similar to like juneteenth i would be ecstatic i'm not gonna go into juneteenth we'll wait to juneteenth to talk about juneteenth oh i can't wait to learn about juneteenth from you <laughs> it is a federal holiday and i cannot wait good i can't wait either i am versed in juneteenth i am so excited because you know who is a another prolific cigar smoker just to add this segue on there for juneteenth abraham lincoln that is uh definitely a true story so i'm excited i'm excited but until next time this has been a nice sidebar conversation about st patrick's day candela wrapped cigars and all things uh green yeah um there's no uh, such thing as a bad cigar. There's better ones out there. Yeah, I, I agree. And I just want to remind everybody to not be that asshole. Step out of your comfort zone and try a Candela Wrap cigar this St. Patrick's Day. That cigar looks great, man. I, I'm so excited. I, I'm about in my second third. It's nice and mellow with a little bit of hint of spice. Uh, I do get a little bit of that green tea, earthy note every time I hit that, can that Candela wrapper. Uh, it's just this thing is amazing balance. If you guys have not tried it, go out, find yourself a filthy hooligan shamrock. They are delicious. Go out and try one with a nice green beer and enjoy your St. Patrick's Day. All right. Until next time. Till next time. Thank you for listening to Leadership of the Leaf. The comments and opinions expressed by the host and guests does not reflect the opinions of those that broadcast this show, nor does it reflect any of our affiliates.